0: Hi and welcome to the Circle of Film Podcast. I'm Ryan and join me as we step into that thing you do in today's statistics episode. We reap the wind and the sky when the sun is high. We sail the length of the seas on the ocean breeze at night. Today's episode is about an older movie, a statistics episode, about that thing you do. Uh, And, uh, you know, I just watched it yesterday, and I realized, you know, it was pretty long. I watched the extended cut version of the film, so it was almost two and a half hours. And I, you know, it has a lot of people in it, actually. I don't know if they're all in the theatrical cut or the one that was actually released, which is, I think, like an hour and 45 minutes, uh, but this version, uh, had a lot of people in it, and that's what else, that's what the statistics episodes are all about, so, uh, without any further ado, we will now talk about that thing you do, exclamation point. I watched it September 10th, 2018, uh, it I, my version the extended version was clocked at 142 minutes so 2 hours and 22 minutes it is from 1996 and my summary a band scores one hit and rides their shooting star it's pretty, pretty straightforward uh, it has a 93% on Rotten Tomatoes I give it a 47 I I think and and this is might you know maybe this is extended cut bias I, it's very slow and along and meandering, which I, I acknowledge is, is el- are elements that can be cut out in half an hour less runtime. But there are characters that I think are completely irrelevant to the story, like Charlize Theron. And outside of uh, Tom Hanks and, uh, and, and Everett Scott, Tom Everett Scott, I think. We'll find out. Uh, outside of those two, I, I wasn't really invested in anybody like Steve Zahn was fine. Uh, the rest of the bandmates were fine. I-, I thought the the lead singer was kind of a dick and not really worth the time or effort to tell a story about him and then give him all this extra time. I, I don't know I wasn't about it I wasn't about it. Not that it's terrible. Uh, I think the song that thing you do very catchy and I think like I said I like Tom Hanks and I like Tom Everett Scott. And I think that there was a good story to be told from that perspective of things. Uh, But we see early on, you know, he gets this, he has this, like, strained relationship with his parents and, like, the work. And and that kind of plays into it for, like, two seconds before he's just often in the band. And I don't know. It felt like a lot of threads were picked up and dropped uh, kind of throughout the film. So slightly below uh, average for me out of 47. Um, relatively speaking, from 1996, that puts it just below Muppet Treasure Island, and just ahead of Dragonheart, for what that's worth. Uh, now, the film, uh, as it turns out, uh, is directed by Mr. Tom Hanks. Uh, it is the only film of hit a film that I've seen directed by him, and. Uh, so he has a film average of 47 One film rated between 25 and 49 That thing you do with a value of negative 1 Puts his score at 14.67 uh, So that puts him in par with pretty much everyone else Who has one film that was rated a 47 uh, Including, but not limited to uh, Turner and Hooch Director Roger Spottiswood uh, The Yellow Handkerchief Director Udayan Prasad Black Rock director Stephen Vidler. Gemini director Aaron Katz. Alpha director Albert Hughes. Alpha, uh, which is still in theaters now. Papillon, the new version. Uh, director Michael Noor. Noer Noor? Noor. Uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the movie. Director Fran Rubel Kuzui, Maybe pronouncing that right. Uh, Breathe director Andy Circus, Andy Circus, Gollum. it's uh, so a bunch of people, uh, you know, and, and not to say that Again, like it's not an awful film Just I think it has a lot of problems That's pretty much the take So, uh, Hanks also is the writer of That Thing You Do And so, pretty much the same thing Average film rating of 47 One film rate between 25 and 49 Value of negative 1 Score of 14.67 And he's on par with the writers of all the films I just named before this Uh, Films I didn't name before this uh, includes Sergeant York, which was um, it, written by, uh, among other people, Harry Chanley, Alvin C. York, Tom Scahill, and Sam Cowan. Uh, you've got The Inn of the Sixth Happiness, written by Alan Burgess. Appropriate Behavior, written by Desiree Akhavan. Um Labyrinth, written by Dennis Lee, that labyrinth. E-de-de-de. The Bling Ring, written by Nancy Joe Sales. Uh, you know, so there's there's things there's other movies, plenty of movies. Good old Tom Hanks, writer director. Moving on, moving on to the actors. That's that's the that's the big to do, uh, as far as I'm concerned. So uh, starting at the top and working our way down, Tom Hanks himself. He's written it. He directed it. And he is not the star, but he is a big supporting character in the film. This is the 56th film credit I have seen featuring Tom Hanks. Uh, It drops his average film rating to a 57.96. It is the 12th film he has been a part of that I have rated between 25 and 49. And currently ranks as the 38th best film that he has been in. Um, It comes in just behind Small Fry, which is an animated short uh, in the Toy Story universe, and just ahead of Turner and Hooch, which they are technically rated the same number, but that thing you do has better tiebreakers. Uh, it drops Hanks's value to a 6 and his score to a 61.97, ranking him 376th overall. One spot behind Ron Dean, Ron Dean who plays a police officer in The Dark Knight, as well as The Fugitive and The Color of Money, And most movies that he's in. Uh, And Tom Hanks is one spot ahead of Marion Cotillard, who is the Oscar-winning actor from La Vie en Rose, and was nominated for Two Days, One Night. And that's it, for now. Yeah, Marion Cotillard from The Dark Knight, rises, rises, rises. Moving on, Uh, Chris Ellis. Uh, This is the 18th film credit from Chris Ellis and drops his average film rating to a 61.22. It is the 5th film of his between 25 and 49 and his 15th best film. Coming in behind Armageddon and ahead of Godzilla. Uh, I believe that refers to the Matthew Broderick Godzilla, if I'm not mistaken. He has a value of negative uh, drops. His value drops to four, positive four. He has a score of 59.1 and is ranked 549th overall, tied with Michael Badalucci, Badalucco, Badalucco uh, and Norma Varden. Norma Varden. And uh, he's one spot behind Lombardo Boyer and one spot ahead of David Krumholtz. Names. Uh, names. Uh, Next is Steve Zahn. This is his 31st film credit and drops his average film rating to a 55.61. It is his 7th film rated between 25 and 49 and 20th best movie overall coming in behind Daddy Daycare and ahead of another Tom Hanks movie, You've Got Mail. Uh, Drops his value to a 1.5 and his score to a 53.74. He is ranked 982nd overall one spot behind James Caan, and one spot ahead of Robin Wright. Robin Wright. After him is Brian Cranston, who appears in a very small role in the film. This is his 24th film credit and drops his average film rating to a 56.08. It is his 7th film, rated between 25 and 49, and 17th best movie overall coming in behind a role as himself in Journey to the Oscars and ahead of his role in Detachment. He has a value of 1 and a score of 52.77, ranking him 1,062nd overall, just behind Ikkyo Sawamura, a Japanese actor who has been in a handful of Kurosawa films as well as Godzilla films, which is why he is not further up the list, uh, and Cranston is one spot ahead of uh, Miss Grace Kelly. Grace Kelly. Oscar winner for The Country Girl. Sure. Uh, next up is Alex Rocco. This is his sixth, seventh film credit. Drops his average film rating to a 62.57. It is his third film rated between 25 and 49. And fifth best movie overall. Coming in behind... His voice role in Batman, colon, year one, the DC animated movie, and ahead of Smokin', apostrophe, Aces. Smokin' Aces. Rocco drops his value to a 1.5 and his score to a 50.17. He is tied with Karen Koneval, who is a female mocap actor. Um, She is... Best known for her role in the Planet of the Apes series, which she is in all three films. I believe she plays the orangutan character, I think. Uh, And Rocco is also tied with Arles Howard from Full Metal Jacket, Moneyball, and Amistad, among others. Rocco is one spot behind David Wilmot and one spot ahead of Alec Baldwin. Alec Baldwin. Beyond that, you have Liv Tyler. This is her 11th film credit and drops her average film rating to a 57.64. It is the fifth film of hers, rated between 25 and 49, and the eighth movie overall. Coming in behind The Incredible Hulk and ahead of Jersey Girl. She has a value of negative one, a score of 47.77, and is ranked 1,592nd overall. One spot behind Diane Kruger. One spot ahead of Marceline Hugo. Marceline Hugo from The Messenger, and she was also in this year's Tully. Next up is Bill Cobbs. This is his 17th film credit and drops his average film rating to a 54.06. It is his sixth film rated between 25 and 49 and 10th. Best movie overall. Coming in behind A Mighty Wind and ahead of Fluke. Drops his value to a negative 1.5 and his score to a 46.87. He is ranked 1,694th overall. One spot behind Christopher Abbott, um, who was in It Comes at Night and A Most Violent Year. And one spot ahead of Dennis Franz, who is in The Player, Die Hard 2, and City of Angels. Next is Kevin Pollack. This is his 16th film credit and drops his average film rating to a 53.13. It is his 5th film, rated between 25 and 49, and 10th best movie overall. Coming in behind Cop Out and ahead of War Dogs. It's a value of negative 3 and a score of 44.22, ranking him 2024th overall. One spot behind Anna O'Reilly and one spot ahead of Oscar winner Eminem. Next up is Giovanni Rabisi. This is his 25th film credit and drops his average score range to 51.68. It is his 11th film, rated between 25 and 49, and 12th best movie overall. Coming in behind Heaven and ahead of Results, his value of negative 5.5, a score of 42.35, and a rank of 2,275th. One spot behind. Uh, Honorary Academy Award winner Mickey Rooney, and one spot ahead of voice actor Nancy Cartwright. Most famous for The Simpsons movie, but also did a voice in The Little Mermaid. Next up is Holmes Osborne. Uh, This is the ninth film credit for Holmes Osborne. Drops his average film range to a 52.56. It is his third film, rated between 25 and 49, and sixth best movie overall. Coming in behind... Bring It On, the first one, and ahead of All About Steve. Uh, Drops his value to a negative one and his score to a 42 even, ranking him 2,320th overall, one spot behind Alexa Peña Vega, who is known for Spy Kids, the female counterpart, uh, the female piece of the Spy Kids duo. And Osborne is one spot ahead of Josh Lucas from American Psycho, and Poseidon, and Glory Road. Next is Tom Hanks' son, Colin Hanks. This is his 11th film credit, and drops his average from rating to a 52.55. It is his third film, rated between 25 and 49, and 7th best movie overall. Coming in behind Parkland, and ahead of Tenacious D in Colon, The Pick of Destiny. He has a value of negative three now and a score of 41.46, ranking him 2397th overall. One spot behind Liev Shriver, and one spot ahead of Eugene Lipinski. Lipinski, who is in Sophie's Choice and Indiana Jones and The Last Crusade. Next up is Charlie's Throne. This is her 28th film credit and drops her average film rating to a 49.57. It is her ninth film rated between 25 and 49 and 14th best movie overall, coming in behind a role as herself in Take Flight and ahead of Aeon Flux. Aeon Flux? Aeon Flux? Uh, She has a value of negative 7.5 and a score of 38.77, ranking her 2,769th overall. One spot behind Trevor Morgan from The Sixth Sense, The Patriot, and The Rookie. One spot ahead of Marco Caca from uh, John Wick Chapter 2, Bridge of Spies, The Post, The Greatest Showman, and The Audition. Next is Clint Howard. This is his 25th film credit and drops his average film rating to a 47.16. It is his ninth film, rated between 25 and 49, and 14th best movie overall, coming in behind Tango and Cash and ahead of Backdraft. He has a negative 10 value and a score of 33.67, ranking him 3,345th overall, tied with Broderick Crawford, who is an Oscar winner for the film All the King's Men. Howard is one spot behind Dulé Hill, who is the not Sean Spencer role in Psych. And Howard is one spot ahead of Ed Helms from The Office and The Hangover and other things. Next is Ethan Embry, This is his ninth film credit and increases his average film rating to a 45.89 is his fourth film rated between 25 and 49 and fourth movie. Overall, coming in behind Defending Your Life and ahead of Can't Hardly Wait. Uh, He has a value of negative five, a score of 32.55, and a rank of 3,463rd overall. Tied with star of The Nun, Damian Bashir. Uh, Ethan Embry is one spot behind Kevin Hart And one spot ahead of Catherine Hellmond Who is a voice actor, primarily In the Cars franchise uh, But has also appeared in a lot of um, oh What's his name? Terry Gilliam films, including Brazil And Time Bandits Yes, uh, moving on Next up is Tom Everett Scott this is his seventh film credit, and increases his average film rating to a 40.57. It is his fourth film, rated between 25 and 49, and third best movie overall, coming in behind One True Thing, and ahead of The Last Word. He has a value of negative seven, a score of 24.56, and a, val- and a rank of 4,135th overall, one spot behind Billy Burke, one spot ahead of Allison Hannigan. That Thing You Do. Uh, Next up is Sean Whalen. Uh, This is his seventh film credit and increases his average film rating to a 31.57. He has four films rated between 25 and 49. And That Thing You Do is his second best film credit to date. One spot behind Twister. Uh, and one spot ahead of Charlie's Angels. He has a value of negative 8. A score of 16.56. And a rank of 4,516th. Uh, one spot behind Vanessa Hudgens from High School Musical. And one spot ahead of Key Luke. Key Luke, who is in Around the World in 80 Days. The Oscar Best Picture winner. And Gremlins, among others. Uh, for, for reference, 4,516th, uh, there are not 4,516 people on this spreadsheet with three film credits to their name. And there are only 4,774 people total. So, pretty, pretty low on the list here. Uh, but we go further, we go further down to Rita Wilson. This is her ninth film credit, eighth film credit. And increases her average film rating to a 26.13. It is her fourth film rated between 25 and 49 and second best movie overall. Right behind If These Walls Could Talk, and right ahead of It's Complicated. That thing you do drops her value to a negative 12, her score to an 8.9, and her value her rank to a four thousand to 4,690th overall. Uh one spot behind Kellen Lutz, who was in most of the Twilight movies. One spot ahead of Alexa Nissenson, who was in Fist Fight. And Middle School, colon, The Worst Years of My Life. For reference, at 4,690th overall, there are not 4,690 people with two film credits to their name. Uh, and there are only about 84 people ranked below Rita Wilson. And that is the bottom of the That Thing You Do barrel, as far as actors are concerned. Moving on to genres. As a film rated 47, it drops the overall average film rating of every movie I've ever seen to 53.66. Uh, as a film from 1996, it increases the average f- release year of a film I have of all the films I have seen to 1995.5. It is a comedy, dropping the average rating of comedies to 52.3. It is a drama. Dropping the average rating of dramas to 58.96. And it is a musically bent film. Dropping the average rating of those to 55.53. I counted it as a 1 on the Bechtel test. I don't recall a conversation between any of the two female characters. But I am going to double check that right now. That thing you do. Bechdel. According to the internet, there is a scene between Liv Tyler and Charlize Throne. Hmm. But then there's criticism. I think I want to make it a two, as it believe, as it says that they are talking about um, Charlize Throne's boyfriend. And. Uh, yeah. So, the two. It's two on the Bechtel test. In, uh, increasing the overall average rating, uh, Bechdel rating, for the films I've seen to 1.41. And it is a PG movie. P.G. It was nominated for an Oscar. It was nominated for Best Original Song for That Thing You Do. Um, pretty straightforward. Uh, <laughs> it did not win, however. It... Uh, as the year. It is 1996, the year this came out. This is the 94th film from 1996 that I have seen. It drops the average rating of 1996 films to 55.07. It increases the tomato meter of those films to 61.92. I have now seen films representing 70 Oscar nominations from the year 1996 Um, And my notes say that the max, the total number of nominations from that year were 113. So still a little bit of ways to go. It is the 44th comedy from that year that I've seen. The 44th drama and the 4th musical, musically bent film. As a quote-unquote bad film, any film rated under 50, Uh, It is the 34th bad film from 1996 that I've seen, dropping the ratio of good to bad films from that year to 1.36 or 46 to 34. As a 2 on the Bechtel test, it is part of the 9.57 percent of films from that year. That rated a 2 on the Bechtel test. And it is the 5th film from 96 with a PG MPAA rating. And As a film rated 47 out of 100, it is the 71st film on my spreadsheet that got a 47. Two. Look at the year below. um, One film got a 47 from 1995, and that is the film Losing Isaiah. And if we look above, uh, there were two films currently from 1997 that got a 47. Those are Flubber and Black Rock in Black Rock. So uh, that's 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 where that's that thing you do. That thing you do. Uh, again, I, I think it's definitely gotten a lot of praise and, and respect from a lot of people. It is a very high score on Letterboxd. As I mentioned, the Rotten Tomatoes rating is very high. So, uh, you know, it might be due for a rewatch as the theatrical cut. Uh, as opposed to the extended edition, to see if uh, that changes anything, or or I'm imagining it will alleviate a couple of my concerns, but I don't know if it'll alleviate all of them, or perhaps uh, even add new ones. So, for the time being, it is a 47 for that thing you do, exclamation point. Um, So yeah, that's it for today's episode. and now the outro, provided by Patreon subscriber Meg Burquist. Thank you for listening to today's episode. If you would like to listen to more episodes, you can find this podcast at circleoffilm.com or on iTunes. Don't forget to rate and review. If you'd like to follow Ryan on Twitter, you can find him at circleoffilm or contact him through email at circleoffilm at gmail.com. You can also support the show at patreon.com slash circleoffilm for as little as eight cents an episode. Thank you again for listening and have a week. So long, farewell, I'll be the same. Good night. I know she'll never leave me, even as she...